Hello, and welcome to The Pretty Podcast. I am your host, Paula Josh. I am a speaker and best-selling author to the book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction. You can find my book on Amazon. I'm also the author of Letting Go from Family Trauma and Addiction, a seven-day devotion that you can find for free on the Bible app, YouVersion. But most importantly, I'm a trauma survivor, and I know what it's like to feel stuck for years in my pain and in my trauma and not know where to turn to get help. I felt lost, and that is why I knew that I needed to start this podcast to help people who may still be suffering. On my podcast, you will find tips and tools to help you heal and break free and to live the life that God has for you. I would like to leave you with one of the reviews. I love Paula's podcast. Paula uses her life experience to help guide you through healing from your own trauma and addiction. I have found her honesty to be heartwarming. Her podcast has brought reassurance that I'm not alone. And that is also my heart for you. I want you to know that you are not alone and that you can heal. If you do have a few minutes. I would appreciate it at the end of this podcast if you would leave me a review. People always check out the reviews before they listen to anything and they want to know what they're getting. Thank you. Good morning and happy Thursday. I hope you had a wonderful 4th of July time with friends, time with family, whatever that looks like for you, but I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank you guys so much for letting me take off the last three weeks from my podcast. I've just been enjoying my summer. I saw this graphic the other day on social media and it was like a pie chart and it showed January and February that took up most of the graphic and then it showed June, July and August and it was just like these little pieces that are squished together and here in West Michigan that's how our summers are. They go so fast and they're so small. And then it seems like the the next seven months, it's nothing but snow. And so I've been learning to make sure that I try to enjoy my summer, be outside as much as I can, walking, you know, watering my flowers, letting my chickens out, whatever that looks like, going to the beach, going swimming, playing with my grandkids. And so I've really been enjoying my summer. I've been working on, most of you know, I've been working on another book and just working on time management, how to create a schedule, how to create balance in my life. And it's just bringing me a lot of peace. But don't worry, we're not talking about time management today. We're not talking about finding inner peace. Well, actually, we kind of are talking about finding inner peace because today, I want to talk to you about tips and tools to heal from emotional eating. If you've been following me on Facebook, if you've been following me on Instagram, you see that I've been on a journey to heal from just that, binge eating, emotional eating. It's something that has plagued me since I have been a little girl. It's something that I've been desperately wanting to be free from. I've tried many diets, you know, I'm not going to name all the weight loss programs. I'm not going to name all the weight loss supplements. I've tried a 12-step recovery program for Overeating Anonymous. 
Um, I've made many promises to God that I'll never overeat and binge eat again. But all I did was just found myself with my back up against the wall, not knowing what to do anymore. And so last fall, I kind of felt like I was in a place of desperation. I was at my highest weight that I've been at since giving birth to my children. And I just knew that I needed to do something there was somebody I've been following on social media for last the last 78 years, and she actually lost a hundred over 160 pounds, but she has sustained it for about 78 years. But I've been listening to her YouTube channels, and I've been listening to like all her stuff, and she started putting together a program called a transformation six month package that you can buy from her, and it's. It was very, very intense. You had to follow through. Um, there was a lot of homework in it. And I actually just completed that um, six months course. I'm down 38 pounds. And it's not about the weight that I've lost, you guys, but it's what I took away from this program. It was a lot of stuff that I already knew but I just did not know how to hold myself accountable. I just did not know how to be consistent. And so today I was going to start this podcast off by saying five tips to help you heal from emotional eating. But as I made my list to talk to you guys today, I couldn't really narrow it down to just five. And so if you're listening to this podcast and you really are somebody who struggles with binge eating or emotional eating, I would suggest that you do come back to this podcast where you can take notes. And please hear my heart in this podcast. I really want to help you have some stuff that you could put in your pockets, some tools, some tips, maybe answer some questions that you've always had. And if I'm not covering something that you would like to know, please make sure you send me a message on Instagram, go to my website, paulajosh.com, email me, go to Instagram, send me a message. And I would love to get back with you if I did not answer a question you may have because I know what it's like to struggle for many years in this area. In the beginning of this podcast, I shared that graphic with you, how it was like January and February took up most of the graphic and then June, July and August was such a little amount of time. I can remember summer after summer after summer after summer, after summer, being so uncomfortable in my clothes, nothing fitting me. Um, last summer, I actually had to go by like three sizes up in clothes. I told my husband, I'm going to have to run to Walmart. Nothing's fitting me. I had to buy some um, larger shirts and shorts just to have clothes last year. Um, so when we struggle with binge eating and emotional eating, we feel so alone and we feel so isolated. And then there's such depression and oppression that comes upon us. And we don't feel normal around food. We don't feel normal around other people. And how do I know all this? 
because that's how I lived for 20 plus years. Now that I've lost a little bit of weight, now that I've done emotional healing, don't think that I don't have to constantly be intentional about this because food is always going to be there. Every birthday party is about food. Every church event is about food. Every birthday celebration is about food. Every beach to the trip is about food. Every vacation is about food. Food is everywhere. And so if you're somebody who struggles with food, you're going to have to learn to be intentional. You're going to have to learn that diets don't work, that diets will fail you. This is about a lifestyle change. This is about doing something you could do for the rest of your life. So let's, what I have in front of me on my lap is tips and notes that I have written down to help you. And so I hope that by the time that you get to the end of this podcast, that you, there's a fire in you saying, I want to restore my health. Last year, I ended up in an emergency room. I was having digestive issues, horrible digestive issues, severe pain that nobody could find out what it was from. And I was at my doctor's office in the emergency room. Um, It was horrible. And I felt really depressed and in a really dark place last winter. And so that is when I sent my why video to this transformation program and it wasn't a guarantee that you would be accepted because they she only takes 10 people at a time well i got accepted and i knew that it was time to restore my health i knew that whatever she asked of me i was going to do it so i have a question for you today what would your life look like if you no longer struggled with emotional eating and binge eating That's the first question that I want you to write down. What would your life look like if you no longer struggled with binge eating or emotional eating? Second question. What would your life look like if you were living in your right size body? Don't cut yourself short. Because in the back of your mind, there's a weight that you've always wanted to be. There's a size that you've always wanted to be. What would your life look like if you were actually feeling healthy in the right size body and at that weight? Now, those are some questions that I want you to put somewhere top of the journal, type them in Microsoft Word document and write them down. Here's a lie that I could not get free from. You are stronger than your bad habits. I thought that I could never break the habit of binge eating. I had to learn that I was stronger than my binge eating. I want you to know that you are stronger than binge eating and emotional eating. This week I was listening to a video on the brain. Our brain has neural pathways. It's kind of like you're driving down the road and you're going one way. We create neural pathways by the habits that we do every day. Most of us get up and we use the restroom. Most of us get up and make coffee. Most of us get up and brush our teeth. Most of us get up or when we're driving, we don't even look to get over. 
those are neural pathways that we have created in our brains because we do them over and over. It's the same thing with bad habits. It is just a bad habit that you have created because you do it over and over and over. Don't worry, we're going to go a little bit deeper about the nervous system, how to calm ourselves, how to sit in our emotions, right? But whenever you do something over and over, you're creating a neural pathway. But the, the more that you do it, it becomes like a freeway. It goes faster and faster. And it's like, you got to have it. and You got to do it. Because if you don't do it, you're going to feel out of control. You're going to feel strong emotions. And that's kind of what happens with our emotional eating and binge eating. It's something that we've done for a long time. Now, wherever your weight is right now, I want you to know that it's just a starting point. It's not where you're going to stay. It's just a starting point. And a lot of people get frustrated here because they look in the mirror and they say, screw it. I've never been able to lose weight before. And we right then and there, we're agreeing with the lie with the devil that we can never get healthy. But the first thing, write this down, you can get healthy. The weight that you're at now is just a starting point. So the now here's another question. What is your goal weight? Your goal weight needs to be based on a healthy BMI. When you start on a weight loss journey, it will feel like an up and down battle. It will feel like an up and down journey. It's going to feel like you're going on a roller coaster super fast. And let me tell you something. There are going to be many days where you are going to want to quit. There is going to be many days where you want to quit. I'm telling you right now, everything I'm saying to you, I hope that you write this down because you are going to want to refer back to it. I told you at the beginning of this podcast, I tried it all. I tried Atkins diet, where that's just like fat, cheese, meat. You hardly ate vegetables because who's going to eat vegetables when you can eat all the meat and cheese you want, right? I've done the cabbage soup diet. I've done weight loss pills. I've done 500,000 calorie diets. I've done no bread and sugar. But you want to know what I've learned? All that stuff is not sustainable. The key to sustainable weight loss is balance. It's not packaged food. It is not no sugar, no bread, or any of that. The key is sustainable weight loss. In six months, I'm down 38 pounds. I've eaten cheesecake. I've eaten cauliflower pizza. I've eaten frozen yogurt. I've eaten Chick-fil-A. But it's about balance. Now, do I eat that stuff every day? No. It's like there's something called the 80-20 rule. And if you were to Google search 80-20, you will see graphics that pop up that kind of show you what the 80-20 looks like. You may eat healthy all day, but then go enjoy, go treat yourself on the weekend with family to a frozen yogurt. But people like myself who have struggled with emotional eating and binge eating, it's either on or off. We have not taught ourselves that it's okay to have a treat, not a binge day, not a cheat day, 
but a treat and to move on. And so you literally have to learn how to find balance with food. And we can go into that in another podcast. Okay. Um, I'm looking through my notes here. Okay. So one of the things I wrote down is I'm sure that you saw somebody who's at a normal weight and they eat normal. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your children. But one of the things I want you to start doing is observing observing how other people eat that eat normal. The person who could just eat one cookie and walk away and then the next meal might be a piece of protein and a vegetable. Because you guys, it is not about restriction. It's about balance because restriction is only going to um, backfire on us. You have to learn to eat in a balanced way. And the way that we do this is stop agreeing with the lies of, and I'm just going to use some of my lies. I'm not saying this is your lie. I'm saying this is my lie. I can never eat sugar again. I'm addicted to sugar. I used to say that. I can't eat gluten. I have food allergies. Now, let's talk about sugar and gluten. One, you know what? Okay, hot tamales was was one of my binge foods, right? I'm not going to keep hot tamales in my house, you guys. Now, let's say if I want to go on a movie date, I might might go buy a box of hot tamales, but I'm going to ask those with me, will you split this box of hot tamales with me? Because the 80-20 would be, I don't want to eat all the hot tamales and I don't want to bring them home with me because I know that hot tamales was a binge food for me. And if I bring those home, I'm going to end up eating the whole box. And I really don't want to eat the whole box. It's going to cause a stomach ache. It's probably going to have, I'm probably going to have trouble using the restroom. And so why are you sharing this with me, Paula? The reason I'm sharing this with you is because you have to identify, okay, This is a food I used to binge on in the past. And so if I'm going to choose to have it, it needs to be in a safe environment where I'm making the decision to have it. I'm not having it. I'm not eating the binge food because I'm having thoughts of self-hate or I'm having thoughts of um, I'm just going to binge today. Do Do you see what I'm saying? It's like I'm going on a movie date with my children or my husband. I'm choosing to have this. I'm not secret eating in the car or secret eating in my house or running to a convenience store, secret eating the food and going to throw the box away before I get home. Because hello, I've done that many times, okay? So you have to learn to have balance with food. And the way that we do that is we have to get honest with ourselves, looking at old patterns. Heal your brain from bad habits. And I talked about that in the beginning of the podcast. And so you're going to have to create new habits. And the way that you do that, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to know that you're in a battle. You're going to be at war with those bad habits until you can create new ones. And the way that we do that, you guys, is we remove trigger foods and binge foods probably out of our house for quite some time. Because we need to set ourselves up for success if if we're really to the point where we're like, you know what, I'm ready to restore my health. 
I'm ready to get off 20 pounds, 50 pounds, or 100 pounds, whatever that looks like for you, you have to know that when you go to battle, you're going to put your tools in place and you're going to set yourself up for success. So here's a tip. You know, I've told you, number one, we're going to eat in a balanced way. Number two, you're going to heal your brain from bad habits. That means you're going to go to war. Number three, remove all trigger foods and binge foods out of your house. Here's another tip that I want you to practice, even if you have to work yourself up to this. Drink a gallon of water every day. If you're like, you know what? I can't drink a gallon of water every day. Take your weight, divide it by two, and drink that many ounces. I want you to start somewhere. Move your body five to six times a week for 30 minutes. I don't care if it's a walk. I don't care if it's 10 minutes of weights, 20 minutes on the treadmill, 20 minutes outside. Start to move your body. There is free YouTube videos all day long on YouTube about exercising, exercising for beginners. Start somewhere. All right, so those are some tips that I just gave you. Um, remember, again, I'm going to say this, you have to eat in a way that you know you're going to eat for the rest of your lives. I love peanut butter and toast for breakfast. I have that pretty much every single day. If I'm not having a mini vanilla scone from Starbucks, with a protein shake that I've made because balance for me, it's balance for me. So learn to eat in a way that you can eat for the rest of your life. Okay. Um, and it's okay to treat yourselves. Remember I said that, but not a cheat. We don't treat ourselves based on emotions, self-hate or punishing ourselves. And so what do you mean by that? Paula is it goes back to, I'm going to go stuff my face with a pizza because I'm so mad at myself today. I ate a piece of candy at work and I didn't want to eat that. So screw it. I'm just going to go. I might as well just binge the whole day and start tomorrow. This is what I'm talking about. Fighting and healing your brain from bad habits. Okay. You have to learn to retrain your brain to no longer binge eat anymore. And you're probably saying right now, well, what if I slip, Paula? What if I have a bad day? You want to know how you're going to be successful? There's 365 days in a year. What if you're using all these tips and tools that I told you? What if you have 100 slips, but 165 good days? You're probably going to lose anywhere from 20 to 50 pounds if you stay consistent and say, you know what, Paula, every day I'm going to show up and I'm going to do what you've asked me to do and I'm going to make these lifestyle changes, incorporating more fruits and more vegetables and more lean protein and learning how to have a treat and walk away with it, okay? Here's another thing that I want to leave you with. Talk to those who are the closest with you, those who you spend most of your time with, whether it's your children or your spouse. 
you know, you can say something like, you know, I know that you've seen me struggle with my weight in the past. I know I failed over and over, but this time I'm really ready to take it serious and I'm really ready to heal from binge eating. And so I need your 100% support. You may see me struggle back and forth, but just know that this is something that I'm ready to work on. You guys, we have six months left. Let's see here, July, August, September, October, November, December. Imagine what you can do in six months, you guys. Let's say, what if it was five pounds a month? That's 30 pounds. You know, what if it was four pounds a month? That's 24 pounds, you guys. And go lift up 24 pounds in weight or 30 pounds in weight. It's heavy. And you feel so much better, you know. Learn to know that when you go to a holiday party or birthday party, that food is always going to be there. And, you know, the way to navigate holidays and the way to navigate birthdays is go there. Look for the lean protein. Look for the vegetables. Eat that. Then ask yourself, what's one treat that I want to have? Maybe it's a plate full of chips and dips. Or maybe it's just a couple chips and the dip to get a taste and the sliver of the cake. That's learning to treat yourself. That's learning to feel part of being part of the party and not having to deprive yourself. So you are strong. You got this. Stop agreeing with the lies like, oh, I can never eat sugar again, or I have food allergies, unless you really know you have food allergies. You know, we have to stop saying the things like, I'm never going to be able to heal. I'm always going to be overweight. I'm always going to be like this. Find your accountability. Find your support. You have to want to change more than you want to stay the same. I'm going to say that again. You have to want to change more than you want to stay the same. It's okay. It is okay to make yourself a priority. I'm going to leave you with a couple more things. Oh, actually, I'm going to read this Bible scripture really quick, okay? It's in Romans 12, verse 1. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and custom of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. When you break down the scripture, it says, I plead with you to give your bodies to God and all he has done for you. So surrender your bodies. Surrender your binge eating to God. Let your body be a living and holy sacrifice the kind that he finds acceptable. God wants you to live in your right-sized body. He doesn't want you carrying around the extra weight because there's another scripture that says, strip off every weight that's holding you back. That could be being overweight. That could be 
the worries and the weight that that we carry in the world. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. What are the behaviors and customs of this world? It's gluttony. It's drunkenness. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. See yourself the way God sees you, that you're the apple of his eye. He knows all the hairs on your head. He knitted you in your mother's wombs. You did not come out of your mother's womb overweight. You did not come out of your mother's womb addicted to food. Then that scripture says, then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing. Let me tell you something. It is so much easier to run the race that God has put before you in your right size body, feeling healthy. So I want to encourage you to give all your worries over to God, even the unresolved issues, even the weight that you're carrying today. Just remember the weight that you're at today is not the weight that you're going to stay at. It is just the weight of the starting point. Stop putting your life on hold to be perfect. Remember in this journey, you'll never be perfect. It's about making progress. Not It's not about being perfect. Show yourself a lot of self-compassion. And just remember that diets are only for a moment, but a lifestyle change is going to last forever. So when you go into this new healing journey, just remember it's not a diet. This is a lifestyle change that will be forever. If this podcast was helpful, please share it on your platforms and social media. Please share it with a loved one. You could copy the link and share it. Please leave me a review. If I did not answer any of your questions, please send me an email, private message through Facebook or Instagram. If you aren't already, make sure you are following me on Instagram, my Facebook motivational speaker page, or you can find more resources. I have a seven day devotional on the Version Bible app called Letting Go of Family Trauma and Addiction. Or if you're needing something a little bit deeper that you wanna work through your healing journey, you can get my book, Cross Addicted, Breaking Free from Family Trauma and Addiction on Amazon.